Hi, I'm Mark Chavez. I'm one of the hosts of Let's Make a, a comedy docuseries podcast about the creative process. Each season, my co-hosts, Ryan Beal, Maddie Kelly, and I, take on an artistic challenge and you follow our journey. In Let's Make a Sci-Fi, we wrote a science fiction TV pilot. In Let's Make a Rom-Com, we wrote a romantic comedy film. And on our latest season, Let's Make a Horror, we produced a horror short film. And when we run into trouble, we interview Hollywood experts. People who have worked on big things like The Blair Witch Project, The Office, Star Wars, Mamma Mia, and more. All three seasons of Let's Make a are available now, wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. A frosty reception in Ottawa for Alberta's premier. Republicans simply didn't have the votes, ending in an embarrassing defeat of their own creation. We're not used to having this much come down, so you have to shovel the roof off the barn. Because news. Gavin Crawford. Well, hello everybody. I'm Gavin Crawford. Welcome to Because News, Canada's funniest news quiz. Vladimir Putin was interviewed by former Fox News host Tucker Carlson this week. It's a great chance to see the inner workings of an insane, cruel, heartless monster. Also, Vladimir Putin was there. (laughs) (laughs) Over the next 30 minutes, we'll be making games out of the news. Let's welcome this week's panel. In the first chair, she loves doing this show more than Danielle Smith loves copying Ron DeSantis. Don't say gay, say Marta Chavez. As a father of two, he believes he has a parental right to win this quiz today. (laughs) It's the seriously misinformed Miguel Rivas. I do my own research, Gavin. (laughs) And finally, she's re-enrolling in high school just so she can walk out and protest against Danielle Smith. Pretty fly for an ally, it's Jennifer Robertson. Hello! All right, panel, are you comfortably seated high atop your stools? Yes. 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 Then let's go. Here we go. Yeah. It is time to turn to business news. Brought to you by Bendy, the mattress that folds you in half. Sleep like a gymnast tonight with Bendy. (laughs) Panel, according to a CBC News article, streaming giant Prime Video recently did something that's leaving a bad taste in people's mouths. Something that never happens when you brush with pesto. <laughs> pesto, the tomatoey, basely nutty fresh toothpaste that four out of five dentists say is magnifico. Freshen your breath with pesto. <clears throat> Sorry about that diversion. I'm not quite sure what's happening to me right now. Anyway, panel for the point, how did Prime Video end up in this week's headlines? They finally published my review of the shoelaces that I bought from them three weeks ago. I read that review. Yeah, it said, it I didn't like the color. Uh, that's a good guess. Jeff Bezos, he want to become an actor. <laughs> and he will star in all of the commercials on Amazon Prime. Because he needs to make more money. The USA Today headline reads, Amazon Prime Video now has ads. The unfortunate reason why. Can you guess what is the unfortunate reason Amazon Prime now has ads? Because they are greedy 
<laughs> Martha for the points. Because they want more money, basically. Oh. Uh, Amazon wants more money? Uh, according to a CBC News article, advertising brings in way more profit than just selling stuff and streaming content. So it's in Amazon's financial interest to get their customers watching more ads. Okay. Uh, you might remember ads from a little thing called television. <laughs> yes. If you're not a fan of commercials, there is one thing you can do to avoid seeing them on Prime Video. What can you do? Well, either cancel Amazon or like go to the woods and wear a tinfoil hat. <laughs> yes, you could That's do those things. Uh, also, pay more. Pay more money. Pay more. Yeah, the correct but answer. Pay an additional two ninety nine a month. So you're just giving them more money either way yes. by watching the ads or paying. Ads have yeah. recently begun appearing on other previously commercial-free streamers, including Netflix. But Netflix introduced its ads in a different way. How did Netflix introduce their ads? They went back to their roots. You get to pick which ads you want from a catalog, and then they send you the ads in an envelope. <laughs> and you have a deadline to return the ads, or else you pay full price for whatever was advertised in the ad. That is a very good guess. Any other guesses? They have uh, the actors on Netflix. I'm on a Netflix show. Um, we just get are getting corporate tattoos. So I'm getting the Starbucks mermaid as a tramp stamp for the next season of Judy and Georgia. It's more subtle. And you just occasionally have to flash it. Yeah, just flash, bend over and pick something up. Netflix is offering a lower price if you choose the ad version. But that's the exact same thing as Amazon. It is, but Amazon defaults to the ad version unless you cough up more money. Netflix, you just stay paying what you're paying, but then they're like, oh, do you want to pay less? put on the ads. Mm. Right. Uh, Wall Street Journal said, for some, this is a deal breaker. Are ads a deal breaker for you? No. As an actor who lived off of doing commercials for a good eight years, I say more ads. You watch CNN or MSNBC and you're going to see ads of diseases galore that you didn't even, even know <laughs> they existed. But that you could be suffering. I like those it. ads, though, because they never say what the drug treats exactly. They just, it's like a lot of people are like, I don't do that anymore. And then you're like, but what was that? What does Mixatrixanol treat? I don't, now I'm hugging my grandchildren. It, I don't have that thing anymore. Seems exciting. Well, you want it to be more blunt where it's like, just looks like normal people. I'm like, honey, dinner's ready. And then it's like, do you have diarrhea? <laughs> do you have explosive diarrhea that keeps you from work? I mean, is this just cable? Like, are we back to just that again? Remember that? You know that theory that the Big Bang was actually like a cycle? Like, it big bangs out and then contracts. It goes like this. I think that's what's happening here is like, we had cable. Everybody was happy with how it worked. And then we switched to streamers and you could buy each one. And then they were compiled. And then it kind of just literally went in reverse back to where it started. There's a whole generation, though, now that has grown up not used to seeing commercials. Like, your daughter's like 13. 13. Like, but would I'd commercials be, be weird commercial. for her? I'd rather it be an obvious sales thing as opposed to, like, YouTube beauty tutorials that make her want to buy everything at Sephora. Like, I'd rather it not be nefarious and go, buy this gold jewelry. Like, I'd rather it be obvious than subversive. My yeah. son is four years old. He's about to be four years old. And he's very used to using a tablet because I'm a terrible father. <laughs> and when we, when we would watch basketball and a commercial would come on, he would used to get up to go to the TV and try to like press it, like skip ahead. <laughs> so if anyone amazing. has any parenting tips after the show, right, yes. I'm listening. There might be an upside to getting ads on Amazon Prime Video because Prime has one advantage over the other streamers. What is that advantage? Um, 
it knows what you shop. That is correct. So, and the audience goes wild. Uh, Yes, I mean you already get targeted ads from Amazon on your. Amazon, but you might also be able to get targeted ads while you're watching shows. Oh, great. On um, Amazon Prime. Is that better or worse? I think that's terrible. It'll be like watching a show you like, and they'll be like, hey, Miguel, we know you lingered on that bikini pic on Instagram for too long. Do you want to buy more bikinis? <laughs> what have you been searching? <laughs> oh, they must have me mixed up <laughs> with another Miguel Rivas who lives in Toronto at this address. <laughs> I just feel like it's going to be one of those things where it's like it doesn't, the targeting doesn't work. So all you do is just have to sit through ads for the thing you just bought yesterday. Soft pants and a good bra. That's all I get. (laughs) If you are one of those people who really does enjoy commercials, you're probably looking forward to Sunday night. It's the biggest night of the year for advertisers. You might even say it's the Super Bowl of advertising. For the point, what Super Bowl of advertising is happening this weekend? The Super Bowl. Sports ball. You are correct, Jennifer Robertson. The New York Times headline reads $7 million for 30 seconds to advertisers. The Super Bowl is worth it. The Super Bowl is the most watched TV broadcast of the year. At least 110 million people are expected to tune in. According to CNN, more women are expected to tune in this year. Why will more women be watching the Super Bowl this year? Those tight pants. The pants got tighter. Did the pants get tighter? Or did the players just get bigger? (laughs) I guess we'll never know. You have to tune in to find out. (laughs) I'm sure someone knows the real answer to this. Well, Tay Tay is going to be in it. She's going to be visiting her boyfriend, all jet lagged, coming from the concert in Japan. And then these morons are going to point at her. And then MAGA is going to disintegrate (laughs) like a slug under a shower of salt. I love it. Don't you love it? Let her have a second. Martha Chavez, for the point, Taylor Swift's relationship with Kansas City tight end Travis Kelsey. Tighter end. With the pants. With the pants. Because News with Gavin Crawford, Canada's funniest news quiz. I'm Gavin Crawford, and this is Because News. This week I'm joined by Miguel Rivas, Martha Chavez, and Jennifer Robertson, star of Schitt's Creek, and the host of the Great Canadian Pottery Throwdown, (laughs) streaming now on CBC Gem. Panel Valentine's Day is approaching, so there's only a few more days to find that perfect Valentine's gift or the perfect Valentine. But the hunt for the perfect companion might cost you more than a heart-shaped box of chocolates for a point. What modern issue is plaguing the lonely-hearted this Valentine's Day? Uh, The mass marketing of a day that glorifies romantic love is the greatest happiness. (laughs) Sorry, I forgot it was a comedy show. Um... Are you okay? I'm going to say the high price of dating apps. The high price of dating apps is a good guess. Martha, what modern issue is plaguing the lonely hearted this Valentine's Day? I don't know. I've been with my partner for 13 years. Humble brag. um, (laughs) So I don't know what is plaguing, but I get all of these lonely people approach me. To propose me on the Facebook, and I imagine if uh, if I were if if I were single, I would believe in their propositions, because all of these handsome men show up and they want friendship and, and they say hi, how was your day, and I <laughs> I will fall for that. 
Martha, you are correct for the point. It is the prevalence of romance scams. Uh, the global headline reads, Ontario resident loses more than 400,000 in romance scam. Don't fall for the trap. Don't. I mean, it's a shocking thing that, like, you're almost tempted to go after the men uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I chasing do. you on Facebook. I do. I answer. I answer. Because it's amazing when you do it. You you scam them before they scam you. They go, well, as soon as they say, hi, how is your day? You go, fabulous. I just found a treasure at my dead aunt's coffers. She had these diamonds that she stole. And I need somebody to go get them for me. <laughs> Could you go get them for me? And then they go, tell me more. Although I don't want to tell you more. And then you drag them along and you spend losing your time without watching Amazon. (laughs) You have got this covered. Yes. But now I've started to feel bad for the scammers. (laughs) Because these poor people that are trying to make, just like make ends meet. And they're like, how's it going, Bob? And they're like, oh, I think I've really hooked this one. And be like, how long have you been working? Eight hours. No, no, no. That's that lesbian from Canada. Get off the phone. That's, that's Martha. <laughs> She's scamming oh, you. There's that day they call it getting martha <laughs> Uh, a romance scam is a type of online fraud where an individual cultivates a relationship with victims online and then usually asks for money or personal information. Mm. Right. According to the Canadian Anti-Fraud Center, last year the average victim got dinged for over $50,000. What? You're, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of gift cards. Gift cards. <laughs> have you ever been targeted by one of the... Martha, you have. have, have uh, Miguel? No, absolutely to? not. My wife, Sarah, 48769, is very real. <laughs> And we are going to meet one of these days, and it's going to be romantic. And you? I I got a call once saying that someone was in the neighborhood and they wanted to blow my vents. I thought that could have led to something. I don't know. Didn't pursue it? Didn't pursue it. I, I, I had a surgeon send me the picture of a wallet with a wad of money to convince me that if I gave them my bank number, I would have that much. Imagine a wad of money, and people fall for that. Well, you might know the answer to this then, Martha. According to a CBC News story, romance scammers often pose as one of three occupations. What occupations will tip you off that your suitor could be a swindler? Surgeon. Surgeon, (laughs) member of the army, retired member of the army, and widower. They always are widowers. It, so like you the, don't imagine that there is another wife in the picture. <laughs> any other guesses? Members of any royal family. <laughs> yeah, that, my guess was going to be the old school Nigerian prince. Yes. yes. Martha, you are correct. Military, engineers, or doctors working overseas. Uh, if you're worried about falling for a romance scam, there are a few red flags you can watch out for. What are the big red flags? For uh, my age group, it's if they're really well-dressed because... In your 50s, mostly it's like stained sweatshirts and Kirkland jeans. So if they're in a nice sharp suit, you're like, that's not real. <laughs> See that? If you're listening, men, don't try. <laughs> if, they are, if they are posing like, you know, like with these abs and this in a yacht and they, they are very good looking and they have all of these fantastic occupations, you wonder, why are you alone? How could you not convince somebody in real life? Those are those are red flags. Like with those abs, there should be girls lining up. You should have several wives if you have abs. Yeah. 
Here's the red flags. Uh, they never want to meet in person uh, or to video chat. They use generic terms like honey and babe because they're talking to a lot of people and they don't want to forget. Dearest one. Dearest one. Also, gift cards. Asking for gift cards because uh, oh. they can't uh, use their bank. The text ones and WhatsApp ones don't even try anymore. You just get a message from a number you don't know and it says, hi. Yeah. Like, what is this? Yeah. And it turns out it's Martha. <laughs> Well, the course of true love never did run smooth. But if you're unsure how exactly to define what you've got going on this Valentine's Day, don't worry. Sweetheart's Candy has you covered. In fact, they have dedicated a whole line of special Valentine candy hearts meant for people in what type of relationship? Polyamory. The heart that says, like, please don't tell me the details. (laughs) Be ours. It is not polyamory, Jennifer Robinson. Uh, and romance? Andy. A bromance. Romance. They like want to go lift heavy at the gym. <laughs> or, or just sup. Sup. <laughs> Candy hearts for a bromance is an amazing idea. That's a good idea. That is not what it is. Martha, do you know what it is? It's for, for uh, you know, like it's complicated. What they put on Facebook, it's complicated. You don't know whether you're going or coming. Well, what is it? You don't know what, uh, what relationship this is. Friends with benefits or benefits, but no friends. You don't know. (laughs) That is correct. Uh, They call it a situationship box. Uh, Yes, People Magazine headline reads, Sweethearts is selling situationship boxes. Situationships are relationships that are not quite defined. You don't know quite where you stand. What do you think the hearts in a situationship box say? Here today... Gone tomorrow. (laughs) Jennifer? They just say, this'll do. (laughs) Or, good for now. Oh, that sound, that warms my heart to get one of those. Good for now. Good for now. (laughs) The full headline reads, Sweethearts is selling situationship boxes, blurry text, and literal mixed messages. Here's the ad to explain. We packaged only our blurriest, vaguest, most indecipherable candies to be perfect for your undefined relationships. I don't get it. I would just think I need my glasses. (laughs) I don't understand. It's just the misprinted and reject ones that they're selling. Hey, I was thinking of you, but I really didn't want to spend that much money. (laughs) (laughs) Because news. Canada's funniest news quiz. Hi, I'm Jesse Crookshank. Jesse Crookshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl. Let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. Panel, this song is having a moment, so why not keep things going with an altered lyric? Have a listen to my cover of his cover of her song, and see if you can guess the headline that inspired these new words. You had a fast car, but now that car could be anywhere. We gotta make a decision, call a cab or take the bus somewhere. 
remember someone driving, driving in your car. Sped so fast just like they were drunk. Police report laid out before us and the cops said, hey, it's probably crossed the border. And I, I have a feeling that car is gone. I, I, I'm just hoping they arrest someone, arrest someone, arrest someone. <laughs> Beautifully sung. Beautifully sung. There are your altered lyrics, panel. What was the big story this week that inspired that cover, You Had a Fast Car? Well, I think that people finally have recognized that we have an impeccable public transit. (laughs) (laughs) And they all gave up their cars. They don't know to whom. And that's what happened, right? They gave up because we are living in a utopia where everybody doesn't want any carbon emissions. (laughs) Transit utopia, a marvelous guest, Jennifer Robertson. Uh, Any idea? I believe it was the uh, astronomical car theft that is going on in our nation. It does have to do with the astronomical car theft, but there was something happening this week. Oh, the auto summit. The CTV News headline reads, Liberals to hold auto theft summit in February amid uptick in stolen cars sent abroad. The National Auto Theft Summit took place in Ottawa this week. Who gathered at the auto theft summit? Uh, Lightning McQueen. (laughs) Kit and Herbie the Love Bug were all there. I would go to that. (laughs) Miguel? Is it all the gangs from the Warriors movies? (laughs) The start of the summit was warriors come out and play. Come out and steal. (laughs) It was the government, the police, and organized crime. Well, two out of three. (laughs) It was, in fact, political leaders, border agents, police, and auto industry executives. That's That's what what I meant. Organized crime. Prior to the summit, opposition leader Pierre Polyev blamed the Trudeau government for the spike in auto thefts, adding that a conservative government would tackle auto theft using one of his favorite things, a three-word slogan. What slogan did he use for solving car theft? True, don't touch that. <laughs> Jennifer, any idea? It's uh, not three words, well, but it's I fine. thought or just vote the slogan. for us to be sure you keep your voiture. I want. I, I put a French word in. Uh, here is what the opposition leader went with. Today I'm announcing that a Pierre Polyev government will go after the real criminals by restoring jail, not bail. Jail, not bail. I'm surprised it didn't end in... <laughs> <laughs> jail, not bail. Yep. Along with ending house arrest, Polyev wants mandatory minimum three-year jail sentences for repeat offenders. Hmm. Polyev went on to use an old automotive cliche for his new approach to stopping car thieves. What drivery lingo did he say? Hate to play spoiler, but we're going to put a bumper between these cars and the thieves before they donut and drag race jalopy Nissan Toyota. (laughs) Jennifer Robertson, any idea what automotive cliche he used? Only you can turn around car theft. You turn. (laughs) No, don't clap for it. No, it was good. You just needed to sell it the way Pierre sells things. You would have had to put a long pause in between the... You. Here is what Polyev went with. A Pierre Polyev common sense government will hit 
the brakes on car theft and bring home safe streets. Oh, I really oh, wanted sure. him to say it again. <laughs> <laughs> Unable to boil their plan down to three meaningless words, the Liberal government, for their part, said tackling auto theft in Canada was complicated. Why is it complicated? Because the dang thieves keep flicking the left turn signal and then turning right at the last second. <laughs> it's a solid trick. <laughs> they say it's a very complicated issue because it is largely transnational organized crime and street gangs. Justice Minister R. Farani says that provisions to punish car thieves already exist in the criminal code, and his focus is on organized crime rings driving the issue. Oh. Many of Canada's stolen cars end up in Africa or the Middle East. According to a McLean story, there's a name for countries like Canada when it comes to this international theft racket. What nickname have criminals given Canada? Jennifer Robertson. Easy A, but it's spelled E-H. <laughs> Oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> Miguel? It's the French-Canadian connection. <laughs> Starring Gene Hackman. We are known as a donor country. Donor. Oh. Uh, do you think they'll figure out how to stop organized crime at this one-day summit? I, mean, I think they could try, but someone's going to wake up with, like, a severed muffler in their bed, and they're going to get the <laughs> message. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Someone yes. broke into my car last year in my driveway, and my next-door neighbor has a camera on it, and they got in the car, and they looked around for a while, and they took the coffee mug, like the refillable <laughs> coffee mug, and they left. <laughs> Was it a Stanley? Was it? Yeah. <laughs> it was a Hyundai Santa Fe. No, the cup. The was cup. The, cup the cup a Stanley? Yes. See, there's, that's more valuable than a Hyundai yeah. Santa Fe, <laughs> frankly. According to MotorBiscuit.com panel, there's a number of ways to deter thieves from stealing your sweet ride. One is a pretty simple fix. What can you add to your car to make it less of a target? What if you put one of those stickers on your back window that is like Calvin and Hobbes, but they're like peeing? <laughs> Anytime I see one of those, I'm like, that's classless. I don't want, I don't want to steal your car. And I was thinking about it. Uh, you just put like three children in the backseat. For two days, your car will be destroyed. No one will want it. <laughs> Miguel gets the point on that one. It is stickers. Uh, hey. They say add bumper stickers, paint, or any markings that make the vehicle identifiable that could make the thieves think twice. However, having said that, the Niagara Regional Police recently issued a warning about adding stickers to your car. They say certain bumper stickers can draw the attention of criminals. What stickers should you not put on your vehicle? Jesus After fish. <laughs> I have jewelry in the glove compartment. <laughs> I've seen those bumper stickers around. They are quite popular. They say, don't put baby on board. Oh. Because it lets the criminals know that you have a small baby and are probably distracted in parking lots. Wow. But then you're also stealing a baby. Baby. Well, it could be a double business, you know. <laughs> Always thinking the entrepreneurial Martha Chavez. Well, sadly, we here at Because News were not invited to the Auto Theft Summit, but I think we should still do our part. Frankly, I think manufacturers could just make popular cars less appealing to thieves by just simply changing their names to something no thief would want to steal, like a Chevy Women's Blazer <laughs> or... You know, a Doug Ford Explorer. <laughs> no one's going to want that. So uh, just for fun, let's brainstorm some unappealing car names no self-respecting crook would boost. Leaky Lincoln Incontinental. <laughs> <laughs> 
Lincoln Incontinental. Similar, I had Volkswagen Shart. <laughs> nice. Miguel? The Toyota Adam Corolla. Yes. The Kia Soul Patch. Fred Durst drives you around town. I just want to say this one on the radio. Mercedes Nuts. That was all very good. I would have also accepted the uh, Volkswagen Tiguan and Sarah. <laughs> because, 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 news, news. Canada's funniest news quiz. I'm Gavin Crawford. This is Because News with Jennifer Robertson, Miguel Rivas, and Martha Chavez. For a longer edition of Because News, why not subscribe to our podcast? It's the same basic dish, just a bigger portion with a little more spice. This is a Because News fake ad. I want you to have a listen to this phony ad for a pharmaceutical. And be ready, if you will, to quiz. In the mood to bill and coo, but worried about spoiling that nest egg? Unwanted pregnancies are for the birds, so why not ask your doctor about Noflox? Noflox is scientifically proven to work directly on your eggs with little or no side effects other than the freedom to fly through life unburdened. Administered daily, Noflox is safe, effective, and so unobtrusive you won't even know you've taken it. Nest easy with Noflox. There's your fake ad. For the point, what troublesome condition does no flocks treat? Uh, I feel like you know. For birds. You are correct for the point, Jennifer Robertson. Uh, yes. The headline from Global News reads: Planned pigeonhood. Oh. Planned pigeonhood. Yes, that's right. Planned pigeonhood. Pigeon birth control program set to expand in Toronto. The pigeon birth control pill is actually called Ovo Control. Here's a snippet from their promotional video. Hi, this is Maria with Analytics, makers of Ovo Control, birth control for pigeons. Wow. It's so hard ow, for them ow, to turn ow. that dial with their little feet and get the days of the week. It's so tricky. <laughs> well, before you judge, let's learn a little more. This video will address the topic of why should I be concerned about pigeon breeding? That is actually a great question. Why should I even care about pigeon breeding and reproduction? <laughs> Why should you care about pigeon breeding and reproduction? Because the postal system will fall apart if we don't <laughs> breed the right pigeons. Why would we want birth pigeon control? Because we want balcony control. That's what we want. Uh, according to Maria, this is why you should be deeply concerned about pigeon breeding. The reason is rather simple. Unless you stop the breeding, it is effectively impossible to control the population over time. And they vote. And they, they, will, they, they, they will vote liberal. So, <laughs> it's all a plan. It's all, it's a, all plan. a plan for one-party rule in yeah. Canada. Yeah. <laughs> Left to their own devices panel, five mating pairs of pigeons can produce up to 400 birds in just two years. So to combat the issue, the city of Toronto has turned to the pill. How do you think they're getting the pills into the pigeons' beaks? You just put it in like a greasy old McDonald's bag and you throw it in an intersection. And they're, it's like moths to the flame. They can't say no. 
You'd stuff it into hot dogs uh, served outside of arenas where baseball <laughs> games take place. Uh, they uh, put automatic feeders on the rooftops of buildings that scatter the food daily. And good luck. Uh, the reason uh, that Toronto is going the birth control route rather than trapping and poisoning is that, according to Ova Control at least, trapping and poisoning causes birds to accelerate their breeding to oh. offset the decline in numbers. It's like the end of the world and everybody starts just... Yeah. Sex. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, or like when there is like a disaster that the electricity yeah. goes and you can watch Netflix or, or Amazon. Paka, paka, paka. Yeah. You like yeah. <laughs> Let's breathe. Let's breathe. Let's breathe. Breathe. Breathing. Breathing. Chaka chaka chaka. That's the noise they make. Paka paka paka. <laughs> if you listen real closely around the city, you can hear paka paka paka. Bonus point, panel. How many sexual partners does the average pigeon have in a lifetime? Are we judging now with the pigeons? I am not. No, on, top of that, on top of that, we want to sterilize them without their consent. Now we're going to judge them? Jennifer Robertson, care to hazard a guess? Uh, how many sexual partners does the average pigeon have in a lifetime? I don't care to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I, got, I got other things to worry about. I that is none exactly. of our concern, Gavin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to guess one. You're correct, Miguel. Yeah! Pigeons are monogamous, or so they say. <laughs> Panel with that, we've come to the end of another exciting Because News. Our champion this week is... It's Martha Chavez. We know. Congratulations, Martha. You have the honor of reading our credits. I am Gavin Crawford, taking a moment to say... I grew up in Alberta, and I was a different kid, and a lot of adults said that wasn't okay. But guess what? It was okay, and I'm okay, and you will be okay, too. Hang in there. We'll see you next time. Why? Because News! Thank you so much for being here, everyone. Give it up for Miguel Rivas, Martha Chavez, and Jennifer Robertson. Hola, Canada. This is your amiga, Marta Chavez. I'm the winner of Because News. Congratulations to my runners-up, Jennifer Robertson and Miguel Rivas. Because News is written and produced by David Carroll, Shannon Higgins, Gavin Crawford, Fee Long, and Jess Klimowski. This week, they had help from Jan Caruana and Jacob Duarte. Rounding out the team is Erin Conway, Browning Page, Errol Gonzalez, and our recording engineer, the fabulous Paul Hodge. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.